The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Another step further into our Curse of the Crimson Throne campaign, our party is facing the self-proclaimed King of Spiders. They're working on a plan to convince him to part with information as Crispin is psyching up for a game of Knivesies. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Go ahead and find us on iTunes. We're hosted on Podbean. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. New followers every day. Be one of them. Go find us on Podbean and follow us there. We are back in The Shed, continuing our 5th edition campaign in the Pathfinder adventure path called Curse of the Crimson Throne. In that adventure, we have four wonderful characters, and to get their names and the players who play them, we'll go around the table saying hi, starting with... Hey everyone, this is Mickey. For this iteration, I get to play Veritana. Ms. Tana, if you're nasty. What class is Veritana? She's a wizard. Cool. Never what kind of a- wizard? A good one. The wizard. <laughs> Are you a good wizard or a bad wizard? I'm not a wizard at all. Focus I'm all right. Duration. Happy? There you go. There you go. Uh, JJ here playing uh, Ashley Morgan, the charlatan rogue swashbuckler. Guten Morgen. (laughs) This is Chris. I'm playing the bard. Call me Greg. No, call me Gary. This is Chris, man. (laughs) I'm still flexing. (laughs) Anyway, to play Knivesies. (laughs) And that's Kurt. It was playing Chris. (laughs) Oh, it's Kurt. And I just want to remind all my little Christmas maniacs out there to train, say your prayers, and take your vitamins. That's what it takes to be a real barbarian. And I am Joe with a lack of follow-up to that. But I'll be the Dungeon Master as we continue this campaign. We're getting right back into it. Our characters are on the boat. Uh, the Eels End. Uh, currently in the uh, the Throne of Spiders area, this is uh, C7 on the map for anyone who happens to have this information handy, and for those of us here at the table who have the information handy. We have entered the room. There was a game of Knivesies going on. Uh, Ashley has decided to mm. proposition the King of Spiders with the idea that Crispin is going to be the champion of Knivesies. And we're, we've told him that this is going to be a great fight uh, a great match about to happen. I fear no man, no beast or evil, brother. <laughs> Negativity and crispomania, those are two things that don't go together. The nativity and crispomania? Negativity. Negativity, <laughs> brother. The nativity, too. Yeah, that really doesn't fit there. Um, uh, uh, Maybe perhaps reading... It's possible that I have my 18 favorite Hulk Hogan quotes in front of me while I'm playing. So so perhaps reading in the voice of Baby Jesus, Mickey can give us the uh, Nivesies rules. Does he have a voice? Nivesies. From the nativity. Baby Jesus? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Baby talking over there? Here are the rules of Nivesies. You really don't want to fuck with those guys. <laughs> Welcome to three minutes. We're gonna need the he- healing for this one. Uh, so yeah, oh, Mickey is going shit. to read us the official rules of Knivesies. This is from the Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path itself. Um, so it's a game that was made up in the Pathfinder world. So those who are looking for this in the real world aren't going to find it. <laughs> but if you want to play Knivesies in the real world, that is an awesome idea. 
Wait till you hear about this. All right. Don't try it at home, but do, because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, um, Tana is going to read that plaque up on the wall that explains oh, the rules shit. of the game. The ever-popular Nyzees is the game of choice among the steeliest pilots, pirates, brigands, <laughs> pilots. <laughs> And Scalawag in Riddleport. Its increasing popularity in Corvosa is in large part due to Devaro's enjoyment enjoyment of the game. Essentially, the place you're in. He's the king of spiders. So because he loves this game so much, it's become more popular in Corvosa. Nine, thanks for explaining, Joe. Yep. Nine is simple to play. Two contestants stand on top of opposite ends of a long wooden table. Their right hands are bound to their sides with boiled leather straps. Belt patches are fitted to their waists, <laughs> and a dagger is stuck in the tabletop between them. The game begins at a count of ten, during which time observ- during which time observers can place bets by tossing gold pieces. Uh, parentheses, roll a 3d6 plus 20 to determine how many gold pieces that land on the table. That part isn't on the plaque, by the way. Well, now they know. Yeah. Onto the table and standing at the end of the table where their chosen fighter stands. As the game begins, each contestant rolls an initiative check. There are two ways to win Knivesies. You can force the other contestant to fall off the table, or you can end the game with more gold than your opponent has claimed. Snatching a fist full of 1d10 coins off the table is a standard action and provokes an attack of opportunity. Each opponent has only one free hand. The first round is typically a mad lunge for the dagger, forcing the slower opponent to make grabs of gold. There aren't any more rules beyond this. Most Nazis games devolve to a tabletop brawl with a first person to drop or touch the ground, losing. The game ends once a contestant is unconscious, dead, or knocked off the table, as soon as no coins remain on the table, or as soon as any coin is knocked off the table. When the game ends, an unconscious, dead, or detabled contestant is automatically the loser. The loser. Otherwise, the winner is determined by which person has the most coins in his pouch. Notice his, not her. At the end of the game, I, all I money is I get the feeling empty. you're about to join. No. no. All money, not Veritana, <laughs> had it been Bree, mm-hmm. game is on. At the end of the game, all money is emptied from the pouches back onto the table. Half the total is paid to the winner, while the remainder is split evenly among all those who stood at the winner's end of the table. So in this case, as it says, most Knives these games devolve into tabletop brawls. That is also true of most Dungeons & Dragons I was going to say, look, brother, that was a lot of rules and a lot of talking. <laughs> but what really matters here is I'm going to get up on a table and kick someone's ass and grab some gold. So the previous match of Knives finished... In a Scottish accent. ...while you guys were talking to um, the King of Spiders. Uh, specifically, Ashley was talking to the King of Spiders to yes. proposition Crispin as the next champion. Uh, when that last match finished, the uh, the person who was victorious is a um, I'm going to throw the uh, a wrench into it here for you, Mickey is a human female, and she uh, is the current reigning champion at Eel's End of Knivesies. Who is it? Um, it's a human female. Her name is uh, what, what would this be? Nata instead of Tana. Crispin's going to require Nata. a signed waiver in advance because in the Me Too era. He doesn't want to get claimed sexual harassment for what's about to go down here. She does hand you the waiver to sign, uh, agreeing (laughs) that you will not harass her during the fight, because I think the chances are much more likely in that direction. Oh. 
<laughs> Especially because you're right at her junk level. Well, I'm right at her junk level, and I've still got some dragon's breath going around in my head. <laughs> so she, um, she's a human. She has short cropped black hair, and she is wearing a um, loose fitting suit of leather armor that has several slashes in it from the, what looks like the knife on the table. So she's trying to use her. Uh, Feminine wiles to distract her male opponents. Uh, she flips you off a lot. Gives you. Uh, I'm rubbing your shoulders. Yes. Look, man. I know she's a woman. Doesn't matter. She wants to play manly games. Treat her like a man. <laughs> I don't want you to think just knock her off the table. I want you to put it through that back wall. You got me. Oh man. It, it, was that was that your special special pep talk? Oh yeah. In the pump. Was it? So what does that mean in, in mechanics terms? He gets 1d6 for Bardic Inspiration. Oh! Oh! Yeah! So, so when you need to... Was it the next roll? To any roll. For, for a minute. One, plus 1d6? Nice. Within okay. the next 10 minutes, he's going to do oh, it. For the next 10 minutes. Hmm. Which I'm sure this game will be done in like a couple minutes. Oh, yeah. It should be a round or two, <laughs> I'm guessing. <laughs> by, by the pumped-upness of the Crispin. Don't um, even worry about the knife. You don't need, what do you need weapons sure. for? Uh... And when you watch the previous match, she is she was very fast. She was right in there, grabbed the knife, held the other guy off, or held the guy off, um, pocketed a few coins and kicked one off the table. And after the after that uh, coin was kicked off the table, um, that ends the match. They counted up the the gold. She had more gold than the other guy, and she won. And that match finished up, and she looks like she didn't even start breathing heavy. She is, wow. she is ready to take on the shorty that is the growling Crispin. Can I get entrance music from the bard? Uh, I'm not that kind of bard. I am the real Corvosian. Fight for the rights of every man. I think the theme to Bewitched is better. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, th- that so would yeah, be, that be part to, of inspiration. Uh, so while while uh, Greg is giving um, Crispin a pep talk, I'm going to be going around and um, trying to uh, hype up even more. Not not so much to the King of Spiders anymore, but to the patrons. Okay. And um, yeah, like li- listen, you know, this guy, I've seen him take you know so many shots. Uh, you know, he 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 shrugs off blade attacks. Wow. So here's what we're going to do. Um, the I'm going to try and get an idea of how many people are in the room, and we're going to, going to do that on um, the same roll as we would for how many gold end up on the table. So let's roll 3d6, Mickey, and let's add 10 to that. No. 20. All right. So Wow, 20? 20 total or 20 plus the 20 10? total. Okay. So there are 20 people in the room. So that makes it easy for us, JJ. Roll a d20, and let's see how many people you, you easily convince. Um, this how many, let's put it this way. This is how many people you can interact with in the time before it starts. Okay, so six. Okay, and now um, you've just got a DC 10, because it's a DC 10 here. Um, a DC 10 to convince all six. And, okay. and we'll see if they oh, throw the dice. coins on the right side of the table. Or, no, I should say, if they join the, cor- the correct side of the table. I'm going to use one of my... Um, uh, hero points. My hero points there. Okay. Uh, to re roll the re roll to one. Okay. <laughs> that is acceptable. That, that is my acceptable. hero points. Mm-hmm. 
All right, that's much better. That is a 14. Okay, so you convince all six that you interact with to join Crispin's side of the long oaken table. Nice. Long wood table. My little Crispamaniacs. Which means, by default, six out of the 20 people that are in the room, by your influence, are there. Okay. The others are going to kind of split half and half, which means there will actually be more people on Crispin's side based on your, um, your incentive to them. Yeah. Propagandizing. Propagandizing. You hand out leaflets of how awesome Crispin is. Yeah. The one time he lifted the house off the foundation. Mm-hmm. He stole the whole house with Ashley once. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I raised the roof. <laughs> it raised the roof and the rest of the house at the same time. Um, all right, so the match is getting ready. There is a, a designated referee. There's this uh, even shorter than you. It's a gnome who uh, he actually comes out in a black and white striped shirt, but the stripes are odd, like lightning bolts across the whole shirt. It's so he can um, you know crisscross underneath the table and get exactly get, get the best vantage yeah. point. So uh, I know that we're about to start, so I'm getting yep. myself worked up, worked up, worked up. So and he, I'm ta- going to he make- takes your right arm and binds it to you okay. with a leather strap right. and puts a pouch at your waist. So even though I know she's qu- kind of quick and dexterous, I'm yeah. still going to work myself up into a mechanical rage, if I could. Okay. A mechanical rage. Mechanical rage. I am in uh, a rage. <laughs> For mechanical purposes, I will be raging. Understood, yes. And that is, that is perfectly fine, because we're, we're about to hit that initiative. And I think I have three now before a long rest, because I'm at level three. So. Sounds good to me. Which is awesome. It is one per level for rage. I think so. Yep, three at the... And my it's funny that plus two. whenever somebody quotes a rule, it's a, it's the same action. You look over at JJ. Yeah, right. You got to make a con- eye t- I've got contact. I've got Although JJ. I do like the confirmation and the validation. Yeah. So here's what we're gonna do. First, as the match gets ready, gold is going to fly out on the table from both sides to the tune of how many? I see eleven. And that is plus twenty. So thirty-one. So thirty-one gold are on the table. This is important, Mickey. If you wouldn't mind keeping track of that, please, um, because if Crispin grabs for gold, or if Nata grabs for gold, each one is going to be grabbing a certain amount. So we'll be taking away from that total. And that, she's that not is gonna get well, no, any it, gold you said thirty-one <laughs> she's not per side table, right? No, that's thirty-one total. is how many gold end up on the table. Oh, that's, that's good yeah. to end up at an odd number, then. It, it is kind of neat, yeah. Um, so that means uh, you can't have an even amount between the two of you. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So that happens. So um, I and I would also just mention, I don't know if the, how this fight will play out, but uh, with Rage, I have resistance to slashing and piercing damage. Given that this is, uh, all right, this is that a nice is, fight. That is important. Yes. Because if nothing else, she might just try to punch you. <laughs> and that's bludgeoning. Um, and here we go. So we're going to start with a roll for initiative. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Roll for initiative. Too. You can bludgeon initiative if you like. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> uh, you're also using your D and D starter set dice. I am. This isn't fair. Uh, oh. Initiative is plus two. Total of fourteen. I have seven. You get to go first. I get to go first. So as, as the count from the referee, the little gnome referee, ten. he's counting on ten, nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five. But as he gets to one, you get to go first. An initiative, so you get to act first. Right, so um, I will not be playing the quick, stealthy game. I'm going to... Timesies, like, go! So I've got, I guess, my right arm tied, mm-hmm. but I'm going to basically like, lower my right shoulder and just kind of try to charge at her and hit her in the thighs right above her knees and knock her back off the Well, table. let's do that. Let's make a, uh, an attack roll. So I would think it would be a strength, and I would it have is. advantage on that because of rage, That's and then I would also have bardic inspiration. If you need it, but you can roll you can, that afterwards. You can roll afterwards. Yeah. Okay. 
So, and you still have your uh, hero points as well. Reroll. Remind me about hero points. You could use it for a reroll, AC, or move extra 10 feet. How many do we have? This is part of the I had five, so. Oh, okay. And this was uh, the harrowing that happened at the beginning. Gotcha. Plus, you also have that luck card that you just got for Correct. Oh, yeah, so I rolled crushed. a 14. I don't want roll this to again. be over so advantage. fast. I don't know. It's, it might it's be. Mike Tyson. Let's it do might it. Be. Let's exactly. do it this could be a one-second match. 17. Then I'd add strength plus two is 19. Do I add a proficiency or just strength? Um, this is an attack roll, so yes. So 21 okay. without adding anything else to it. Okay, so now what I want to do is unarmed strike is how much? Well, is it, mean, for, he's a barbarian, so he gets nothing special. I think Monk is the only one that gets anything for unarmed strike. Otherwise, it's what, a D4 plus strike? Sometimes, yeah, it depends. I don't know how they do it for... We actually have to look like up the rule. Here we go. Could be like a D4. And, and I don't half. think... And you know what? I might have that in my DM screen. I have an iPad in front of it. Uh, Damn it. Uh, uh, uh. So um, this is a bull rush. I guess, yeah. I, but does he have... Is bull rush a standard thing anyone can yes. do? Okay, then yes. Okay. So um, it, it must be a large or smaller creature. Yeah. You contest your strength roll against theirs. Well, that's different then because we just did an attack roll. Yeah, so minus the uh, proficiency... And keep your strength roll. So it's just whatever he had. So 21 minus 2. So 19. 19. He rolled a 17. And I can add the inspiration you can. if I want to. Yeah. Why would I not add the inspiration? Can I get on every roll? Yeah. No. Just, just the, next, the next roll you want to use within oh, one 10 roll. So you might not need it yet. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, I rolled a 20. You did. Yes. And I got a critical roll for the defense. Is that an automatic win? Or? That means, yeah, that means she's going to... So, essentially, what this means, you're going to hit her, but you're not going to knock her off the table. It's that simple. Because you're well, not going to miss her. So she braces You're going to so. hit her, but she's able to brace her. Actually, it's basically her dexterity. She's able... Um, oh, gosh. What is the one that you, you use your enemy's momentum against themselves? What? Judo? Judo. Akito. Judo, whatever. It's like that. That's how she reacts to your charge. She's able to essentially make you plant yourself into the table at a, like a right angle, just force you down, and it's just kind of even at that point. Okay. Now, you've passed the knife at the middle of the table, so that means she would have to get past you to get it. Yeah. So now it's her turn. And let's, you know, why don't we just do it as opposed strength checks the, the whole time um, because that's just going to make it easier for us to get through this. Okay. Hers is lower, mind you. Well, it's so definitely you a wrestling match now. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, eight. You have 17 plus two. 19. All right. Um, 19 okay. plus whatever I need. So she is unable to push you off the table. Um, and it looks like after she pushes at you and realizes you're a miniature rock. As it were, <laughs> that she she now her gaze shifts to the coins on the table, so that's probably where she's going next. Now it's back to you. Gotcha. Um, can I reach the knife where I am? Uh, you might as well try. If you go for the knife, though, we're gonna even though there are no opportunity attacks in fifth edition, uh-huh. where I'm going to give her a chance to push you off the table because that's going to be her turn next. Right. It's not going to be on your turn. <coughs> You're going to take your turn to disengage, as it were. Right. Boot her off the table. Gonna, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Is I don't think I need the knife. If, it seems like we should be back towards one end, so I'm going to try to do exactly that. Can, You're can on I, her end of the table? I'm on her end of the table, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the ground because I bull rushed mm-hmm. and hit her and didn't get her, so I'm going to try to like basically sidekick her in the gut and back off the table, like okay. a thrusting kick. Let's do another opposed. Oh, my gosh. I got the opposite this time. <laughs> uh, numero uno. The 20 total. And you know what? Just because 
it might be fun. I'm going to take out this critical fail <laughs> deck. And let's see. She breaks her neck as she falls on the table. Do you want to pick one of these out of here? Let's see what happens. Uh, chances are, it's, we'll Look call it bludgeoning. bludgeoning. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's see. Not really. Does any of them make sense to the context that two people are trying to push each other off a table? Or a kick? Uh, maybe. Uh, a kick. Ow, ow, ow. Ow, ow, ow. Uh, make a DC 12 constitution saving throw. On a failed save, you are unable to attack with this body part on your next turn. So I would or, make it she can't Or attack. overshot. So she the projectile loses. travels twice the distance. <laughs> 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 but he's the one projecting in this case. Yeah, so. so she would lose a fi- attack. All right, so she's going to lose a turn. We'll take that DC, and she loses a turn. So she is not able to immediately attack back. So but you, he doesn't you, knock you, her off the table. You hit her in the shoulder right. plexus. So I hit her, so, right. Yeah. So she's like crumpled over towards yeah. the end of the table. So at this point, oh, I'm in a rage. I'm going to go over and try to grab her and pick her up and press her over my head and throw her off the With table. With one hand. Go for it. Oh, I forgot. I don't you can do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. You're the man. You just get underneath her. Yeah, get her <laughs> oh, yeah. What you gonna do when Christmas Mania runs all <laughs> I'll of tell you what, I'm gonna take it as a DC 10 plus this. Alright. <laughs> and Kurt actually looked. I like it when Mickey looks because it's not her that's actually gotta do it. Natural natural 20. 20. You, a natural 20? Yeah. Uh-huh. Natural I have 20. advantage on the second roll. I got a 20 natural. So what I want to do with that is grab another luck card because this isn't necessarily combat. This, this was uh, just an opposed here? strength check. Mm-hmm. So you are able to um, you're you're able to grab her with one hand and kind of pizza box yeah, lift her up, her up. <laughs> right like like a waiter <laughs> and and just toss her in the direction that you chose. Um, you you might suffer some strain after this because she's probably three times your weight, but she um, he's pretty she does fall off the table, <laughs> and uh, the the audience. Starts applauding, and you actually see the King of Spiders stand up on his throne and give a, a nice little parade clap for you. <laughs> so, uh, I drew a card that will let me have a 1d10 after making a saving throw anytime I want. Cool. Nice. And uh, so she's off. So I win, I get the mm-hmm. claps. Play the crowd a little bit, and then I grab the knife off the table behind me. Hold on. My I don't know where you grabbed her to get the clap. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then I grab the knife behind me and throw my hand down on the table and I do that <laughs> you know, through my fingers like you're crazy man and just like I'm, okay this is a DC 10 to give him another plus 2 when he bargains because you're trying to be impressive I am trying to be impressive and uh, I don't want to cut any fingers off <laughs> yeah Oh, it didn't work out so well. Uh, what do you have that you can add to that? You, got tons you have of stuff. your bardic inspiration if you didn't use it already. Yeah, you got that. Well, you got what your, am I trying to get? You got you your harrow. You got your harrow points. So you're, you're, I'm guessing you're using dexterity. It's going to be dexterity, right? But I don't think you really have any dexterity modifier. If you do, it's a one. Plus two to dex. What? So you have a you five, five. Plus the okay. plus d6 from bardic inspiration. It's a five. Or you can just re roll with your harrow point. You oh, yeah. Hero points just a re roll, right? Yeah. But you have to take the second roll. So if you roll a one, that's all right. I rolled the same thing, a three. Okay. All right, so it's not a saving throw. It's not a skill or attack roll. It is a skill roll. It's a skill roll. But Bardic Inspiration would be two. So So you're up to seven. seven. I can use this for a D4. 
This is, gonna be this is a lot of uh, resources here to get. It is, everything it is. And the whole point here is if you succeed, if you get 10 plus, another. he gets another plus two right. to the roll. Otherwise, you're going to... There you go. Four. All right. On the D4. I was going to say, Let's otherwise, you have the chance of losing a finger. 11. Uh, 11. And That's then... Uh, okay. So this... So this... I'm like going crazy. Ah, and then all of a sudden, like, am I have to fight again or am I done? There you go. Right. So, oh, oh, done, and yeah. then all of a sudden, like my rage kind of like starts to subside. Mm-hmm. And I like, look around, and, I'm, and I see this like poor woman on the floor, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry!" <laughs> I'm down, like trying to like pick her up and help her back to the table. And she's like, she's kind of she's kind of bitter about being beaten by a man half her size. She usually beats men that are larger I'm than her. Offer to buy her a, a beer or a glass of wine. Okay. So. Because I, I feel really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe. It. I hope I didn't hurt you. Yeah. She. Let she me get l- your glass. She actually, her, her drink is a mead bomb. It's mead with a mead wine drop in. It's a mead bomb. bomb. Mead bomb. Yeah. Mead bombs on the house. Yes. She so drop a shot of wine in the middle of the mead and then you chug it. That's good. So, right, what so are I'm the rules for giving up the gold at the end, there, love? So well, half, half to goes me. to the victor, which half is to the debtors. actually there's nothing because he didn't collect anything. It's like, the person who has the most coins in his pouch. Well, other, otherwise, that's if somebody <laughs> isn't unconscious, dead, or knocked off the table. Right. Right. But at the end of it, all money's emptied back onto the table. A half the total goes to the winner. So you don't get a whole lot for playing you knives. Gold. You get 15, and the rest is distributed. More importantly, we get some props from yeah. the Vargo. Exactly. So the King of Spiders is impressed by this. You added that other two. So right now, I think you have a plus six. Who else wants to get in his good graces, in his king's good graces, as it were, before uh, the bargain is made? And it can be done any time. I just want to make sure you guys think you're out of your, uh, I don't know, you're trying to impressiveness. Um, Impressivity. Impressitude. So what do we have? We have 31 gold total? I get half that. that you get saying? 16. We'll give you 16. Yeah. He likes spiders, right? He is the king of spiders. There is none higher. Mm. Sucker MCs, you call him spider. <laughs> spidey, spidey. <laughs> to rule his kingdom, you must use spiders. He won't stop rocking until he re-spiders. <laughs> it's a whole spider thing. It's... <laughs> Are you going to do some minor illusion or something? Go yeah, for some it. minor illusion. Sorry. Do some, some minor illusion to have some kind of spiders appear like on the hem of my traveling oh. ground. Around the so you want to show him that you are also spidery. Yeah, I'm also spidery. Cool. Um, and is that a spell you have? Press to digitate. Okay. Because it allows a, minor illusion. So as a cantrip, then we don't have to use up any spell slots, but still DC of 10 to do it, so use your intelligence. Intelligence. Oh, crap. Or arcana, that I guess you could say. Did not work out well. Use a hero point if you want. I'll have to use a hero point for that, because that would have just been a six. Nope. Do we get hero points back at long rest? Or? No. No, hero Eight. point is something you're using yeah. based on the harrowing, the, yeah. the tarot So reading, during this reading. chapter. Right. Yeah. Awesome. The hell! The hell! It didn't work. I rolled a three. Put it in the dungeon. Five. Put it in the prison. Eight. Yeah, you guys. Nice the prison fit. should be over there. The prison's the not big enough. Yeah. This dice. Not fit. Damn it! Might need a bigger one. Going to need a bigger prison. <laughs> <laughs> well, that still works. You put the little hat on it. There you go. I mean, I could pr- I could print bigger ones actually. So um, that might be worthwhile. For those at home, I'm using my big dice. Yeah. It, it, you could hear it, by the way. I think you can hear the difference when the big die rolls. 
Um, Wasn't the big die rule. So Ashley would oh, definitely no. be. Um, uh-huh. So you ended up failing. I did. That actually makes a difference. Go go ahead, uh, JJ. I gotta look at this up. Oh, sorry. All right, I just took a bite because I thought you were gonna talk. Damn it. Well, I gotta um, look this up. So yeah, uh, Ashley's going to, um, you know, just kind of, you know, I I made good on my boast. You know, I brought the champion of the East in. Negative two. Chris. I'm sorry. Each Red success four. is a plus two. Each failure is a negative two. But go ahead, uh, JJ. So I made I made good on my boast, and you know, you know. Oh, you did. Are there any <laughs> other challengers? Are there any other challengers that want to try <laughs> the champion of the East? Um, the short of it is no. Everyone is impressed with Crispin. Um, he really handily wiped the floor with their champion, who regularly beats the crap out of the others. So, um, you know, the champion of their champion is no one to be trifled with, as it were. Uh, nobody steps forward. And, and DeVargo actually looks around, the, the king of spiders. He looks around, hoping that one of his people will step up, but they do not. I am so an intimidating th- presence. So then I'll ask, does anybody want to challenge me? Mm. <clears throat> now, here's one thing. I'd like to see the two players go, but there's a sp- uh, specificity that Devargo only wants one of his people to uh, to go against the players. So he, you know, I don't know. Was, mm, How about yourself, no, Devargo? No, you played no. knifesies? No, I will not stoop to that level. Mm. I just love watching. <laughs> Little man, you did well. Thank you. It was more fun than I thought it would be. But it's that's a, a challenge. It's a great game. Stick around. You could make a lot of coin here. I, I don't do. know. I, I kind of want to go against Crispin. No, it must be one of mine against one of yours. Oh, you, you think that I might cheat or something? Of course. <laughs> Plus, we wouldn't want to break each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mending anybody. We can play later <laughs> on our own time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. When you get back to the Citadel, you guys can play around. <laughs> we will talk. <laughs> Um, anything else you want to do before making trying to make the bargain with them? Um, that's where we are at this point. We have. Do we have any? He he likes to have Excuse blackmail me. material. Do we have any um, knowledge that we could give? Um, maybe all the world's meat is uh, is dealing with. Um, you know, has human meat in it. Maybe let him know that not to shop there. Give me a dis- diplomacy check and let us see what that um, what that comes out to. All right, that's a fourteen on a dice plus six. Um, that would give you another plus two to your next bargaining. Okay. Yes. So, okay. Chris, go ahead and add that. Yeah. What about anything with Gedrin? So he appreciates any rumors that he had not yet heard, and that was one he had not yet heard. What about removing Gedrin Lamb? Is that He's familiar with what happened, but if you can shed any more information on it, i.e. a DC of 10 of whatever you're doing, uh, what would you be telling him, though? So tell me what it is. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I got, I mean, from the, all the world's meats, they're serving, um, what was the, what's the word they use for human? Uh, Flesh. Yeah, but there's another word for it. Damn, I'll think of it. Long pig? Long pig. What was Gedron doing there, though, besides the like, child labor stuff? I can't remember what he was making. 
It, well, it was one Slop. of those things. They called him a uh, crime lord, but really he was just involved in the getting orphans and making them go do pickpocketing. Right. And then while they were at the um, the old fishery, they used fish guts and stuff to make slurry and other Well, he's like another bait crime lord, right, this guy? So, I mean, we've... This guy was like a real crime lord. Yeah, well, I, we've I never gotten... really thought of Gadron Lamb as a yeah. real crime lord. Well, you have orphans that go pickpocket. Yeah. He's been they removed. That was pretty bad. They did have we could say guts. We could say he's been dealt with. You know, he's been yeah. taken out of play. But what... Um, yeah, what is the... Uh, he knows that already. It's happened a couple of days ago now. Yeah. He's an underworld crime guy so he would know that but what so why not what is interesting credit? yeah that's yeah. what i mean i was gonna say we yeah. there you go if you want to claim yourselves as the ones who did it oh yeah then yeah that's something he may not know yet go for that okay. again dc of 10 uh it's a diplomacy slash persuasion 24 slash oh well, yeah i think you've got yeah. that so add another plus two so you, essentially, you're you're uh, impressing a crime lord with your deeds right. and your um, your boasts in order to uh, to lead up to the bargain that you're going to strike with him. Have they shrunk down to nine inch pythons? <laughs> <laughs> they are not what they were while I was raging. That's true. Mm. Anything else you can think of? Are we, we ready wanna, to go? We yeah, we haven't done much. This guy too much. If it's time to strike the bargain, then we're ready to go. <laughs> so remember, the whole point was to come here with the gold that Cressida gave you mm-hmm. to buy information about the ambassador. That's what you're here for. Yeah. So whenever you're ready to go position, there, I, I think under no circumstances do we have more than one thousand gold pieces available because she gave us 1500 right oh, she gave us a thousand. thousand it was she a thousand, thousand? Yeah. yeah it was a thousand Under i, no I cer- said a 1500 at some point earlier but it was circumstances a thousand do we have more than 750 gold available <laughs> i don't know why don't we all just right. why don't we just give it all to him so he doesn't have any reason to say no we start at 500 and work our way up mm-hmm. so all if right, you're so ready yeah if ready. you're ready, then he wants one of you to step forward and plead your case. Before you, if you have something to present, before you leave, please step forward and plead your case before the King of Spiders. We heard you had some information about the uh, Chelyak's ambassador. The ambassador, yeah. Well, I don't, I am not at liberty to answer you until I know the total of your die roll. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to roll first? Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. It, it, how he answers, how he responds yeah. um, is based on how got, well this roll comes eight. up. We have eight, right? Sounds good. You were supposed to keep track. Yeah, we have plus eight. That's good for me. And it's just, I'm using persuasion plus this. Is that how it's working? Yeah. Yep, okay. you got it. So you can add a d6 to your bardic inspiration. How does that work? Because it says only for somebody else for bardic inspiration. You can do it yourself. Really? Yep. All right. If I We'll see what it looks Any like. Any ally. You're, you count Because it says another person you give inspiration to. Yeah, you're Gary for this one. <laughs> yeah. Greg Gary, and Gary, Gary, take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, Demogorgon? Other than yourself. Demogorgon? Oh, really? All right, so it's maybe 18 plus another 8, 26. Okay. All I need was the 25, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I gave you that number off air. Did you get? Yes. 26. Nice. That's without using the inspiration there. So at this point, um, when you ask him for information about the ambassador, he, um, he uh, 
he he was standing after the match. He sat back down, but he he um, his eyes light up and he clasps his hands in front of him and he says, "Thank you for the um, the entertainment and your generosity in bringing a few more gold into the uh, the room this evening." And um, I do have some information for you. Just wait right here, and I'll be right back. And he, he seems genuine. Uh, can we give an insight roll to see? Yeah, go for it. How genuine he yep. is. Yep. Um, and as you're doing that, he no. calls. Uh, like he calls some of the enforcers in, and you hear him just call, uh, "Guards, come in here and watch over the place for a moment." Uh oh. I'm gonna follow him wherever he goes. Anybody's welcome to roll insight. I have insight. a bad feeling 20. about this. Got about a natural twenty or a twenty. Nineteen plus one. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody? I'm any just other doing numbers? Kind of a. I, I'm just going in case anybody rolls an actual critical. That's seventeen a, plus okay. something. Um. He is genuinely pleased, and uh, he just doesn't leave the room with money in it without a guard yeah, that's being fair. handy. Um, so he comes back after a few minutes, and uh, he tells he, he specifically goes to Greg, Gary, um, and tells him. Uh, it tells you directly. Um, I've learned of a scandalous affair from the ambassador. Uh, months back uh, he was having uh, an, a, scan- a scandalous affair with a uh, important noble back in Cheliax and they've been corresponding since he was first stationed here in Corvosa uh, when I heard of these rumors I paid a visit and I found some incriminating evidence at his home I'm willing to sell it to you for 1500 gold and that's gold for those who couldn't catch my voice cracking yet again <laughs> Fifteen hundred gold. It's pretty steep. No, no, he's talking to Greg. How about a thousand? Will a thousand do it for you? How about you make a diplomacy check or persuasion? <clears throat> By the way, as a crime lord, he does not at all respond to intimidation. So oh, okay. In case you were wondering, my persuasion is better. There you go. My pers- intimidation yeah. is good, but yeah, uh, not, twenty-two. Uh, twenty-two. Um, what? What was the number you said? 22. No, no, the before that. How about uh, a thousand? A thousand. I'd be willing to accept 1,000 gold for this information. Sounds great. Great to do business with you. Just don't tell anyone else. (laughs) I was never here. (laughs) Well, great. So you hand over the gold. He hands you several letters. And um, the letters are handwritten from the ambassador. And they do detail information about an affair he is having. So you now have blackmail on the ambassador. And he says, pleasure doing business with you. Of course. Bring back the short one anytime. <laughs> Don't let him hear you calling that. Oh, he heard it. <laughs> <laughs> that was as boastful as it sounded. <clears throat> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, all right. So if you're ready, then, we can bring that back to Cressida. Now you'll find the right page for that again. Um, so if you're ready, we can go back to the Citadel, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you guys want to check out one of the other boats <laughs> for action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The House one of Clouds. Of the, one of the lovelies to take you to heaven. Hey. Not all of the lovelies are female. The House my, t- of Clouds. my testosterone is a little Unless high right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're coming down off of the rage high, though. That's true. Right? Um, you still have a little bit of the buzz from the dragon's breath, though. That might have been what really helped, by the way. Might Dragon's been. Breath really might have pushed Crispin over the top. It might have been. He turned his baseball cap around over the top. <laughs> reference. Sorry. Um, 
So when you return to the citadel and hand over those scandalous letters to Cressida, she, she reads them, and being a modest woman, she blushes as she reads them. They are very scandalous letters. Oh. Very clearly love letters <laughs> of a, of a um, affair. And um, she blushes as she reads them and passes them over to a clerk for safekeeping. Um, and she holds them. Uh, the, the point is uh, that she sent you off for blackmail that she could use to right, stop right. the ambassador when he tries to do bad stuff. So she puts them away. Um, and she thanks you again, rewarding you with a further 500 gold over and above the bribe money that you received. Ooh, so nice. granted, the bribe money was a thousand. Right, you yeah. used it, but she'll give you, she'll give you 500. Sweet. Um, uh, let me just make sure there was nothing else there. Uh, la, 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 la. And in addition, um, 500. Um, so another thing that she'll offer you, she says, uh, because of the service that you've offered so far to Corvosa, I'd like to award you each with the Drake's Mark, and it's a little medal that symbolizes um, that you are a champion of Corvosa. It's something that only special guards and, and people in town wear. And um, anyone who's been around Corvosa knows, essentially, as a citizen, when you speak to someone with a Drake's Mark, you trust them more. What that means in game terms is if you wear a Drake's Mark, you'll get a plus two to a diplomacy check or a persuasion check. Is that with anybody there, or are some people going to Any citizen that? of Corvosa. Okay. Awesome. Do we, so we all she, have that? She offers each, each of you one of those. Nice. So you, you are able to have a Drake's Mark. The, what are you Drake's Mark marker so that I can write down my ah, Drake's right Mark? here. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, um, I had it on the other side of the screen, as it were. You were hiding it. So it's plus one to... Plus two. Plus two. Except that I freely told you when I had it. But yes. Two. Diplomacy. Plus two to diplomacy. When you wear it openly, mm. it's a plus two to diplomacy with any Corvosan citizen. Thanks. Essentially, you're recognized as kind of a champion of the guard. Uh, now, remember, that is what you would be recognized as. So you probably don't want to wear it openly everywhere. Right, right. You may just take it out as your FBI badge when you're talking yes. to a citizen yep. kind of thing, right? Yep. But um, And that's important because, in reality, the city is still in a state of anarchy right. as yeah. the game rolls. In that, even walking back from Eel's End to the Citadel, you still see these uh, mini-riots, the, the things going on around the, uh, the town. Uh, and actually, let me throw one other thing in the mix here, because there's one um, encounter that I wanted to use that we're going to use. Uh, uh, give me just a moment. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment while I find the right page. So you, you, I can't believe he didn't let us do knives together there, Crispin. I mean, it's like you got destroyed. Yeah, but. I think I'm more dexterous than that lady was. We can try later. <laughs> I have to rest up, get my strength back. Why do you want to roll around on a table with him? Doesn't have um, to be a table. Because I want to know if I'm better than him. That's really just under all this. But what would happen if I stabbed you in the throat? I'll fix. That it. would be, be unfortunate. Right. <laughs> I mean, each person has their strengths. I'm not sure I could reach your throat, but you know, in theory, each person has their own strengths. <laughs> Can't put a tourniquet on a team. True, and that's why it'd be fun to pit myself against him because he really is good. Mm-hmm. I just want to know if I'm better. 
does not compute. Does not compute. All right, I found what I needed, so we're ready to go. We're going to jump back in time a few minutes. As you were on your way back to the Citadel, as you're walking through the streets, at one point... Random encounter. uh, It is. It's actually one of the events that's prescribed in the book, but it is, in our case, a random encounter. Um, A rumble issues from below the street, and a moment later, the city street cracks apart, and long fissures run across the bricks of the, the city street. The road bursts upwards, casting chunks into the air raining bricks on the surrounding area and the stench of sewer filth and garbage belches forth, heralding the approach of a large and hungry Otyug, for those who have not known. O-T-Y-U-G-H. It's a monster uh, out of the the, the book. It's a garbage (laughs) monster, yes. Oscar? Which seems to have been drawn by the chaos and noise of the world above. Those familiar with Corvosa know that they are actually used down in the depths of Corvosa. When you put things down the garbage disposal, these things eat it. Um, They are the uh, sewers of of Corvosa. But this thing has busted forth above ground. And it's um, it's very hungry. And as soon as it bursts up through, it grabs a commoner and starts chewing on it. And um, if you guys are going to do something about it, we can roll some initiative. I will leap into action. Let us roll some beautiful initiative. Oh, I rolled like crap. And I'm actually going to use the one from D&D, not the one from Pathfinder, because there is one in D&D as well. DC 10? Or sorry, initiative 10 for me? Okay. And for me as well. I thought they figured you should use a pad right there. Seven. Ten, seven. ten, seven. Well, we're not going first. Four. <laughs> ten, ten, seven, four. All and, right. And I have a... Um, oh, excuse me. What the hell's the initiative on this page? Um, oh, a four. I have a four. It's busy chewing on the commoner at this time. Is it too late to save that person? Uh, I would say the first person in initiative has a chance of saving that person if that's there. Yeah, action. I'm going to um, go and uh, uh, pierce the tentacle holding it, holding the mm-hmm. commoner with uh, with my ripia. Okay. What does this thing look like? Do you have a picture? Um, I think I have a bestiary over here. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Or monster manual. I can find it online. How's it spelled again? Like monster o- manual. O t y a g u h. O t y o g u h. Close. Um, but here, Kurt, there's a monster manual. That way you can show others a picture, too, when you find I'm it. I'm just curious. All right, so uh, that is a 23 to hit. Um, actually, what I want to do, as your first action, if you just want to save the commoner, uh-huh. then I want to give you a... You'll get it, first off. You got 23. Okay. But I was going to say you'll get a DC of 15 to free the commoner okay, before okay. it's dead. So as your first... As the action you take as first an initiative, you are able to free the commoner that might just need a little bit of healing. Okay. So, it, yeah, it looks like a, it's a garbage monster. I want to say it looks like a garbage monster. Who knows what one of those looks like? It's uh, the little garbage thing from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like if um thing from Seymour. Feed me! The, it it can teeth and tentacles. Yeah. But it's yucky. And legs. And legs. If it's not in a pot. 
Crispin, so, yeah, get so the thing back down to the sewer. Ashley is able to save the commoner who might need a little medical attention, but is no longer in um, in dire need of saving. All right, am I? Who's next on initiative? I'm gonna Craig render aid Craig. to the commoner. I oh, tell I, uh, Crispin to toss the thing back in the garbage. That's better. There you go. So did it come up out of the cracked ground? Is that what happened? Yeah, it burst through the street. Yeah. It came up through the street. In D&D terms, it's a CR5 monster. So it's a tough one. Uh, on its own, it's a tough monster. Granted, you're four of you Crispin. against it. <coughs> Do something. So I think I'll... Uh, we skip? I'm rendering no, aid to the... He's uh, rendering aid. He is, if I need to use a cure wounds, I'll... Use it Either that or you can drop a healing potion, whatever right. you want to do. Um, you'll be able to rest, so you can use the spell if you want. All right. Yep. Um, yeah. What you got? I mean, I think I'll just go at it and swing with my axe. Um, swing. 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 Try to drive him back My heart. Sorry, I'm trying to find. You're all right. Your attack bonus? Uh, there it is. Okay, sorry, I was looking for where my weapons are. Yep. Okay, plus four battle axe. Roll d twenty. Twelve plus four. Sixteen. Sixteen will hit. Yay! One d eight plus two damage. Five seven. It's one d ten. One d ten. Oh, because it's two hands. Yep. <laughs> is it gonna be better than seven? No. <laughs> so four. Four. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So you hit it, though. You got it. Stop playing with it. Destroy it. Destroy the damn thing. And who's up after Crispin? I am. Okay, Tana. What's your Tana do or do it? Uh, Don't forget you got your wand of magic missile. You do. I do. I'm going to do acid splash, though. Okay. And I think, is that the one where you have to roll an attack, or I have to roll the you have to roll dexterity deck saving save. throw? Okay. That's probably a good idea, because these are not very dexterous as garbage monsters and all. Oh, and crap, I just rolled a one. So Uh-oh. you so failed. So here, get, get, Mickey, pick Mickey. out a card for me. The bottom one's the magic one. Yeah. What oh, bye. What's it, what's it say? A CR one or two creature chosen randomly by the GM appears within 30 feet of you. So it's hostile to everyone. That doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, it's that's, that's mostly half. for... A, oh, a CR one half? It's mostly for two. character critical fail, because that means it's bad for a character. Yeah, pick a different one, and let's see if it helps. Um, see if we get something that makes more sense for what we're doing. All right. Maybe, maybe not. I stick a stuck. I don't think that'll work. Nah. Bad no, no, for always the magic one, love. Always the bottom one. You're doing Quite a the magic opposite. spell. The target of your attack is infused with the damage type of its of this spell for the next 1d4 rounds. Each time the target makes a melee attack, they add 1d4 of damage to the t- of that damage. We're going to do the reverse. Each time it goes, it's going to suffer more acid damage. That's okay. what we'll so do. So as it rolls around, because yeah. maybe, maybe you got it in its armpit. So you splash uh-huh. acid on it. So first do your damage, and then for each round, Six. you're going to do an extra d4 of damage. Sweet. All right, so first we're going to take that six damage. Got that. And then as a, and your damage. turn on each round, we'll do an extra D4 of damage. Okie doke. All right, who's up after that? I guess it's got to be the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who was the one that stepped up to it? I Who's-been? did. 
Both Crispin and I did. Okay, so you I, both I saved did. the I saved the dude and Alright, you're odd you're Crispin is odd, Ashley is even. I rolled a one, so it's gonna attack Crispin. Okay. Crispin, it has three attacks. It has a bite and two tentacles. Okay. So we're gonna tentacle you first. Um and it should have raged before it started. Yep, always. <laughs> so the first attack is a seventeen rage. and the second is a twenty. They both hit? Mm-hmm. They do both hit? Yes, 14 to hit. I didn't even look up there. You got a good point. I mentioned the board earlier, and it is up there. Um, the hit is a D8 plus 3 bludgeoning. So I rolled a 1, so that's 4, and a 2, so that's 5, so 9 bludgeoning damage. All right. You're raging now. If I were uh, raging, I would have resistance, You're but I don't. medium or smaller, so you're also grappled. Oh, no! You are grappled and restrained until the grapple ends. Oh. Um, it's page 190-something, but I also have them here. Uh, grappled. Can I rage while I I'm grappled? I don't know if you want to look yes. right here. It's quick. Grappled is right over here. So you can read that out. And it's also going to take a bite attack. The bite is a plus six to hit as well, and I rolled a 14, so that's a 20 to hit. Yep. And its bite is... 2d8 plus 3. I rolled a 1 and a 3, so that's 4 plus 3 is 7 piercing damage. And then you also... Now I really have, wish I had raged. <laughs> now you have a constitution saving throw to make. So how do I end grappling? I think it's a strength Athletics check. check or an acrobatics check. So, Kurt, do a um, constitution saving throw. Oh, fortunately I have a... I For can add Crispin. a 1d10 if I awesome, need to if you do need that. Awesome, if you that. Cool. I will uh, let you know if you need Constitution saving throw. It's a plus four. D20 plus. Rolled an 11. Plus four is 15. And I can roll more if I need it. That is successful. Your DC was a 15. All right. So that does that mean I'm... That nothing happens a, to you. You um you could have been uh, poisoned. Gotcha. But you were not. But I still took the three different damages for... Yes. The damage that I mentioned that you, yeah. you did need to take. All right. All right, I'm so it going took, to. Um, it took its three attacks, uh, and that's it. That's what right. it does. Go. I'm going to attack the attack at the beginning. Um, that is a plus uh, a sixteen. Eleven plus, si- plus five. Sixteen will hit. All right. I will do four plus three. So that's seven plus three and three. Um, so 13, 13 damage. Okay. Um, not to interrupt JJ, but just to clarify, I can go into rage as a bonus action. So can I have done that at, like at the end of my last turn so that yeah. I start next turn in rage? Yeah. Um, but you didn't say it. I just, yeah. I know, that's I, why I'm saying it. I, would, I, say I would say no, because you had to take all the damage. If you had gone into rage, you wouldn't, right? Well, this would be at the end of my turn. But you took action. the damage on so the turn, not your r- turn. Rage ends oh, if right. he takes no damage, mm-hmm. or if he does not attack. He did attack. Right. So, well, I guess well, then I'm, I can use a bonus action. The first, my point the first being, thing at the beginning going of my next back turn. to that would negate half of the damage. Oh, yeah, yeah, so let's say no. Right. So the beginning of my next turn yes. is a bonus action. I'll rage. And I think that's about to happen. Okay. Yep. Well, it's well, now Greg's Greg. turn. Greg. So, Greg, if you had to guess, this thing is probably about a quarter hurt. All right. I will move in with my rapier. Because you do have to guess. And I'm giving you an easy answer. <laughs> what? Yeah. Going to make it all dead. Then. Go for all it. All hurt. So Hopefully. it does take a lot to bring it down, but it's only one monster. 
22 to hit. It does a lot of damage. 22 though. will hit. I yes. will do the. Uh, you roll it badly. And I will do a slashing. No, sorry, defensive flourish. What does that mean? It's, it means I, I do extra damage. I use a Arctic die for extra damage. And, okay. I, that, and whatever this number is, I get to add to my AC for. Oh, next, that's pretty yeah. cool. So, well, the original damage will be five, seven. Seven, seven total? points of damage. Okay. And I get two extra for my AC. Okay. Until next turn. Oh, so you do seven damage and you have two more to your AC. Okay. Yep. Got it. flourish. And who's up after Greg? Is it uh, Crispin? Crispin. Crispin. You can get all pissed off now. You can get oh, the 12-inch pythons going. Um, Bonus action to I'm just thinking, I just realized since we're at third level, yeah. that I have my third level ability. Um, I'm on the path of the totem warrior, and I get totem spirit at third level, and I'm following the what they call the wolf path. So it, you guys will have to keep track of this because I won't remember. But when I'm raging, which I'm about to do, um, my friends have advantage on melee attack rolls against any creature within five feet of me that is hostile to me. So basically, if I'm getting attacked, you guys get advantage attacking Oops. the thing that's attacking me. So I can go in and tank, Sweet. which is what I'm going to do right now because I'm going to rage. Cool. And I am going to. Did I say that right, JJ? Yeah, no, you're good. Okay. But Sounds at second good. level, you didn't do uh, that. You, but. you just hold still there for a moment. I'm going to do this, so I don't have to tell you what to do. There we go. <laughs> I'm just going to do it, also so true. I don't have yeah. to tell you what to do. Um, <laughs> so I am going to rage and uh, swing with my battle axe. Go for it. And not swing very well. Uh, it's going to be, what, 11? 11, if that's your total number, is not going to hit. Naga, it's not a strength naga, check. Naga, naga no, but I could have done reckless attack, but then it gets advantage to hit you. Right. But Gives me advantage. Yeah, he hits pretty hard when he hits. He got three attacks, and I didn't roll below a 14 when I rolled. Now, granted, he may not hit you all the time, but he did last time. But it's just, well, what the heck? Um, particularly given where we are, can I do that? And I, I know it's after go the fact, for it. So I get advantage on the attack roll. So now I have fourteen total. A fourteen will hit. Okay, so I do the one d ten plus two damage plus rage damage. Uh, what do they five? That's a ten. I rolled a four plus two is six plus two rage damage is eight. Eight damage. Eight damage total. Okay. Got and it. but now you have advantage if you attack to me. Attack but I have yeah. resistance, rage resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Okay. Does that all sound right? And we so all have to advantage to attack. And you all have advantage to whop him if because I'm staying in with him. And Tana's up next, I think. Sweet. I am. Because I think the Altyuch is last. Uh do you want me to do the acid damage at the beginning or the end? Just go ahead and do the D four now. Do it now, do baby. Three. Three more. Got it. I so it, gonna... yeah, the acid is still eating away at different bits of it, and you would think something that's like a garbage monster should be resistant to it, but you're pretty good with your acid damage. I got it right in the armpit. Cast sleep. So technically, the monster has no resistances, so therefore, yeah. but where's yeah. his armpit? I'm gonna cast sleep first you're level. Cast sleep. Now sleep is a certain amount of hit right. points. Points. Yep. Now, is it the creature's total hit points, or is it current hit points? Current <laughs> hit points. <laughs> right. Since so creatures if you bring him down, you can then roll put him to sleep. 5d8. The total mm. is how many hit points of creatures the spell can affect. So I would first have to roll 5d8. Let me tell you, you shouldn't do that yet. All right, fine. In other words, it's got more than 40 hit points left. 
Now, I guess I'll splash it again. You guys have dealt 41 to it, and it is not yet, ha- not yet bloodied, as 4th edition would magic tell you. Magic missile. I don't want to use magic missile. Use the missile. Tell me what yeah. to do. It always wins. <laughs> what would <laughs> Ashley tell her to do? I said, use the missile. What missile? I don't think she's used the wand yet. Yes, yeah, she has. She she's did? used it many times during the last fight against uh, the guard okay. guy. I still have 22 charges on my wand of magic missile. I found I, my card. But it started with 23. I, start, I found my card. Yeah, so she's only used it once. Okay. Mm, fine, I'll do the stupid magic missile. <laughs> Wand of magic missile. It's a classic. Your, shake your stick at him. I'll shake my damn stick. It's a classic. I, I cast magic have, missile at the darkness. I cast <laughs> magic missile at the garbage heap. God, I don't even have to roll stuff. anything. You know, because no, you roll damage. Yep. And I'm trying to find it in here. Well, What's you the damage? Have me each right here. <coughs> right As major. It's major armor. Missile of magicness. Stupid. Stupid magic missile. 1d4. Whatever. Three times. <laughs> Two. <laughs> she had the nerd voice going. Two. So it's actually three because it's plus one. So three, six, and five. That would be 11. Done. Damage done. Okay, Kurt, because you left yourself open to attack, mm-hmm. it's going after you. Mm-hmm. Rather than a, a random person who, who dealt, dealt it damage, mm-hmm. you left yourself open to the attack. Um, and it has advantage, you say, mm-hmm. against you? Yes, yeah. I believe so. So the first roll is a 19 and the second is a 12. So I think the first one's going to hit. Um, and we're going to start this time with the bite. And the bite is 12 damage piercing. And my resistance so you'll have that, halves it. Right. So and do another constitution saving throw. And what you get with that? Uh, eight. You'll want to make that higher if you so can. So add a d10. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll give that to you. I'll take that. And add. I guess we could add that back to the luck deck if you don't mind, Mickey. Please. <laughs> and add one to make it a nine. I rolled a one on a d10. Okay. Um, so you are you are now poisoned. Uh, okay. I don't have any. You're, you are garbage diseased, as it were. Um, Bummer. The, to me, this is kind of weird wording, but you had to make a constitution saving, saving throw against disease... Or become poisoned until the disease is cured. Yep. So you're disease poisoned, disease poisoned. Yes. By a disease, which poisons yes. you. I don't know why you couldn't just be poisoned. Anyway. Yes. Um, so you have that. And w- what that means is if you don't get that cured, you will start reducing your maximum hit points within a day. <clears throat> yes. But for now, you're diseased. That's the first attack. Then we have two... <laughs> Tentacles. Um, I have a 21 for the first and a 22 for the second. Get out of I, this I, mean, um, I have advantage on all the rolls, too, so this isn't, doesn't help. Uh, also, you... Uh, no, let me take that back, because you we were grappled. Oh, yeah. So so grappled? Because you're grappled, rather than the two tentacle attacks, it's going to do a tentacle slam, which uh, friggin', I'm rolling a 17 and a two, so I'll take the 17. That'll hit. 
Um, so you are, since you are grappled, it's going to grab, uh, pick you up, and just slam you into the ground. Mm. Um, I should not have been able to attack if I was grappled, but oh well. I think you can attack. You can, you can attack. While you can attack oh, you the can? thing that is grappling you. You probably just couldn't attack something else. Gotcha. Right. Um, so with that, you have a strength saving throw to make. Okay. You're going to try and resist being slammed into the street. Remember, you have advantage on straight saving throws. I do. I don't think I need it. I got 15 and 17. Okay, so you actually make it. You make the, the strength saving throw. So you avoid being slammed completely into the street. Okay. All right, and that is the end of the turn. So, okay, so I just took the one damage that 12 halved for six. Correct. Because the other thing it wants to do once it has you grappled, rather than attacking you with tentacles, is going to just slam you into the ground over and over. So when I guess I need to try to make a rather than attack, make a strength check to get out of being grappled yeah. next time. Would be a good idea. Is that a standard action? And that's what we're going to pick up as we start the next round of combat as we start our next episode <laughs> oh, yeah. of Adventures from the Shed. We're going to cut this one off mid-second. Well, actually, at the end of the second round of combat, we'll get right back to fighting the garbage monster Banana. Banana. <laughs> say banana. 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 Aren't you glad I didn't Train. say banana? Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs>